You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Yo, remember back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like... Hello, hello. I am Brooke, and you are listening to the first ever episode of the Naked Beauty Podcast. This is something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and I finally just had to push myself off that ledge and say, do it. It's never going to be perfect. I could probably refine this until summer 2017 and make it as close to perfect as I could get it, but actually perfect doesn't exist, so I just had to come to terms with the fact that you just got to put it out there. There are three things that I really want to do with this podcast. One, I want to have honest discussion about beauty without any of the usual bullshit. So I want to know what tips and tricks women actually use. I want to know what beauty routines women actually have. I don't want the by the book magazine you know, the six things that you need to do before going to bed every night. I want to have real talk about beauty without any of the usual BS. The second thing I want to do is have information sharing without any commercial attachment at no upsell. I think that one of the things that really pushed me to create this podcast is everywhere I go and see beauty content, whether it's a blog, whether it's on YouTube, um, a magazine, they're always trying to sell me the latest and greatest you know, goop in a jar, and I don't know how to differentiate what's actually worth buying, what's actually worth spending time on, and what they're, you know, using for clickbait. So I want to have discussion about beauty without any commercial attachment. I think that's really important. And then the last thing I hope to do with this podcast is I hope to inspire people listening. I'm so inspired by Caroline, my my guest in my first episode. I've known her for years. She's so funny. She's so smart. Um, but she has totally revolutionized the way that she approaches her own beauty routine and the way that she thinks of that products. And I learned so much from her. So I hope you enjoy the episode as much as I enjoy talking to her and stick around. I'm going to have a new episode every other week. I'm not at every week yet. I'll get there, but every other week I'm going to have a new episode for you guys. So thank you for listening. This is the Naked Beauty Podcast. We're live. Oh, sorry. I was imp- it's okay. I can, <laughs> I can edit this part. I was imitating. So we've known each other for 14 years. I can't believe that. It's kind of insane. Pretty insane. I won't uh, detail on this recording how you hazed oh. me <laughs> and how you were so mean to me. Um, sto- <laughs> story for another time. But I wanted to have you on because I think that your approach to beauty not just in your personal approach to mm-hmm. beauty, but in terms of your career is really fascinating. Okay. And you, I'm just going to put it out there, you went to Harvard, okay. right? And now you're a beauty editor. I, yeah. And I think true. that there is a perception that it's, you know, girl, dumb girls writing about lipstick. Absolutely. Um, so talk to me a little bit about why you chose beauty to go into. Like, what's that path from, like, Harvard to being a beauty editor? Okay. Well, I always say, like, I always wanted to write comedy and I discovered Into the Glass when I was like, I guess a senior in college and I was just like yeah. my everything. Yeah. Like when it came I, out it was like the best thing ever. It was the best thing ever and I was just like totally obsessed with everyone's top shelves and I was like, This is amazing. I can't stop reading about it and I can't stop like buying every single product that's mentioned on Into the Glass and mm-hmm. like 
wasting all my money and I wouldn't <laughs> necessarily like ever use the products. I would just kind of like display them, display them yeah. and have them collect dust. But I think for me, it was just that there was this like intimacy about like reading about people's mm -hmm. beauty routines that it wasn't just like get this blush because it's gonna make your skin like glow and right. it's got amino acids blah blah it was just like this insider perspective right yeah like seeing um, the inside of your beauty cabinet in a way it's like a window into your soul it's like a, a very intimate win total window yeah, yeah. and I, I remember like my aunt has never I like, went to her place, I would just be like, I have to use the bathroom, like, can I even go pee? And then I would just go upstairs and, like, stare at all of her beauty products and just, like, smear, slather, like, slather all the like, random shit on my face. And I was so, like, I just, I don't know. I think there, I think it's one thing to, like, write about, um, like, how a product will, like, make you look younger versus, like, a story behind that product mm -hmm. um so that's what initially attracted me to it and also like there was a lot of like smart writing on into the gloss that mm -hmm. i really appreciated mm -hmm. and working at lucky and i was under jean godfrey june who's like to me like the master of beauty writing i think she like totally nails it and mm -hmm. i always say like she can write about like a tampon <laughs> that's like m m for your face yeah and It'll be like five hundred dollars, and I'll want to go buy it. Right, right. Was and Eva Chen also at Lucky at this time? She was also at Lucky. Okay. But I think Jean has this gift, like where she can write about something that's otherwise really shitty and just make you want to buy <laughs> yeah. it. And I realized that it has nothing to do, again, like with like a press release that you get mm -hmm. about the product mm -hmm. that like describes like all of the um, the like unique complexes mm -hmm. and like ceramides and like weird <laughs> formulations. It has to do with like the story and like what the story behind that product and like something that it does for that person. So I always try and like make it personal and I think to have like an anecdote that goes along with, with the product is more important than describing like mm -hmm. how it has like unique, how it's like the most unique formula that's ever been created. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so one of the benefits of your job yes. is that, okay, and I should say where you are. So you're at yeah. harpersbazaar.com, yes. Dot com, mm -hmm. on the digital side, mm -hmm. the winning side. The winning, totally the, the, winning. The, the most important side that's, it's kind of, it's actually kind of insane that it's still seen as like this new arena when all of our lives are, I mean, when's the last time you went to a newsstand and bought totally. like a, a magazine? I mean, when's the last time? At, I, at the airport. I worked at Glamour Magazine before, and I, like, never read the magazine, so I don't know. I don't read magazines. Right. I don't – I can't even, like, recall the last time I saw a human being on a subway, like, right. flipping so through, true. thumbing through a magazine. And I think, like, when I talk to a lot of people now, the only time they tell me they read magazines is when they're, like, at the nail salon mm -hmm. or – At the airport. At the me. airport. Yep. Or at – like the hair salon mm -hmm. and I don't know I feel like that's not they, it kind of like if I were if I'm a beauty writer which I I, I don't want that kind of engagement with my reader like mm -hmm. I want to have a more like I don't want to have that kind of like spotty engagement where it's like oh that's cool like look at that nail trend like right. I don't feel right. like I can't relate to that so I I think like you know digital is not for everyone like having started here like last week the pacing is insane right. and like yeah we should say that you're a weekend so yeah I'm a weekend and the pacing is insane and but it's also kind of exhilarating and it's um exciting to see like like we're doing content testing as well so it's like exciting to see like which headlines work better mm -hmm. than others mm -hmm. and to see that in real time versus like writing about a story and like throwing it into the ether for mm -hmm. a magazine and you have no idea like whether that's going to perform well. Right, right. Um, until like five years mm -hmm. later when you get like a reader subscription. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, that, that immediate feedback that, must be really gratifying as a writer. That's really gratifying. Yeah, that's um, interesting. So I really, I like that more. So one of the perks of your job is that you get a lot of free 
stuff. Yes. You get a lot of beauty products. Yes. So my question for you is, at a certain point, does mm-hmm. it become just like, this is just like goop in a jar? Like, is it just like... Great question. Or do you still get excited? Great question. I, I think for me, when I first started working mm-hmm. in beauty, the the price of a product was like the most like alluring part to mm. me. Like when I, like a Chanel, like a Chanel face cream that was like $300 mm-hmm. was like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm just going to like bring this home and stare at it. <laughs> but now I think that I've become like smarter about the kinds of ingredients that I put on my face. I care about like, I don't want parabens Mm -hmm. in my cream. I don't want phthalates. I don't want, like, unnecessary fragrance in my cream. And so price is no longer a factor. Mm -hmm. What matters to me is whether this cream will give me cancer and will just prevent me from breaking out. I think, think, um, like, sadly... The misconception about a beauty editor is that they're like slathering themselves in like caviar creams and like 24 karat gold, but it's like you you figure out what works for you and then it ends up being really boring for a really long time. Yeah. So So that's I'm really excited that you brought up this idea about the ingredients that are improper yeah. because so I'm really interested in kind of the way women have approached beauty from centuries ago. And yeah. even if you read about like women in the 20s and 30s, they were using like witch hazel to clean their yeah. face at night. And then it seems like we really got away from that. And now yeah. we're like putting all of this chemical laden crap on our faces. Right. And you've made me aware of all of the products that I'm using. Cool. So talk, talk to me a little bit about how you like figured out that a lot of makeup is toxic and like this app that yeah. you use. And Right. Okay. So I guess I think it was kind of um, a slow burning like evolution but I realized that I had this kind of like aha moment when I was having like a desk side where it's like people come over and they just like pitch beauty products to you and the makeup artist was like wait I'm sorry go back a desk desk side is when like um cosmetics companies will come with their PR reps and just like pitch a new product to you just do it at your desk do it at your well, at not at my desk, like because that would just be the worst thing ever. That I'm sounds like, awful. Yeah. But they, we just go in a different like. Is it know, just you? It's just me and the PR rep and okay. the like, someone from the cosmetic company, and they're like showing me their new product. And this particular company was like, I think Alima Pure, and they're actually really cool, and I love their cosmetics. But they were telling me like about all the crap that was in. Um, I can't remember whatever the cosmetic company was, but I just, there was nothing like particularly enlightening Mm -hmm. that they said, but I just realized like the whole point of cosmetics and Mm -hmm. skincare is to like nourish your skin and like make you feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. So why the fuck would you put ingredients that are harmful to your skin and your bloodstream and everything? Like why would you actively do that? And so that was like the most... Like your aha moment. That was like my aha moment. And she was like, well, you should download this app, Think Dirty, and it will tell you. So wait, the app is called Think Dirty? The app is called Think Dirty. I'm downloading it tonight. Yeah. And it pretty much changed my life. And and there was no like groundbreaking moment when when I was like, oh my God. But (laughs) she, she told me about this app. And then I went, I truly, I went home that day and I went through all of the crap that I had just, like, stockpiled, like, since Lucky and, like, all the creams that I had, the expensive, like, $1,000 creams, honestly, that I had Oh, you should, have, you should have given them to me. I, I would have gladly <laughs> slathered that no, all over I my body. No, I honestly don't think you would. No. Because like I'm shea, not... You're I'm like not, a shea butter, though. Yeah, but I'm not, like, fully woke when and it comes like to... you're, like, a cocoa butter. So I'm I'm a huge kitchen beautician. Like I yeah, will like mix kitchen. mix and make all of my own products. But like I think I'm still in that like a Chanel face cream is a special thing to cover. Yeah. But I need to I need to wake up from that. And and honestly, what the the good thing about that actually is that I think I was talking to someone the other day who was saying that like Chanel skincare and they're sorry they're like waking up to the toxicity of like fragrance and a lot of things in products. So I think they're, 
I want to say that like maybe in five to ten years' time they're going to move in a direction that's mm-hmm. like more um, fragrance free, less toxic. Right. So here's so here's an interesting thing. Why I started making my own products because I realized that if you buy like an an argan oil moisturizer that's like yeah. fifty dollars, it's like you can buy that actual argan oil and yeah. like add it to and exists, or you can even make your own moisturizer. Yeah. So how will they justify the price tag if they're using all natural ingredients? Because people will look at the ingredients and be like... That's a really good you know, point. I think it, it's <clears throat> almost like this trickery that the industry does to like say, like, it's a scientific molecular. And so you yeah. feel like, oh, I couldn't ever attain this on my own, so I'm willing to sh- like pay $1,000 or whatever. No, that's so true. The one thing for me that comes to mind is body scrub. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, the yeah. biggest scam so in the world. Like, yeah. I this body scrub that everyone <laughs> should go out and buy until you run out three days later. But it's called, it's Shifa Body Scrub, and it's all natural. And I think it's from Dubai, and it's got, like, rosemary extract. And But why why buy it? Why not no, just make exactly. it at home? No, yeah, no, yeah. no, exactly. It smells incredible, and I don't think the smell can be recreated at home. But it genuinely lasted me three days and then I was like this is ridiculous and I just went to the grocery store and I got like sugar olive oil and some kind of like other nourishing olive oil like avocado oil Mm -hmm. and I just threw it all together and it was like pretty life-changing because it's lasted me forever and that I think that's a scam and I also scam I also there was another body scrub that I was obsessed with, but I was looking in the ingredients and it had like blue 50 in it. It's <laughs> like, who needs blue 50 right. in their body scrub? Like, right. that's not, like, I'm not going to be mad at you if right. your body scrub that you've created is blue to like mimic the ocean that you're right. describing here. Right. Right. You know, so. And it's interesting that women who are so aware of what they put in their body, right? right? Like women that would never eat fast food that, so, like, we have this really holistic approach to, like, what we eat, but then we'll go and put on, like, NARS blush and totally. MAC eyeliner and all this other stuff. People's top top shelves who are, like, super conscious about their, mm-hmm. um, you know, their, their skin care, and then they're always like, I'm a sucker for NARS lipstick, and I wish I could be, like, as balanced about it. But, but I, don't, I don't think it's balanced. Okay. I think they're like me where they really don't know better. I don't oh, know. Really? You don't think so? Okay. I, I'm like a freak about all of my skin and hair care products, okay. but I don't know uh, like a sustainable, I don't even know the right words, like a, okay. a natural lipstick to go okay. and buy. Like I, I just don't even know those okay. brands. One of the things that I wanted to talk to you about is fragrance. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. recently, maybe like in the last two years, have been educated about like perfumes and fragrances yeah. and like what a major scam that whole industry is. Mm-hmm. You still have to spend a lot of money for like a nice fragrance, but I've learned about all of the different houses and the noses at the houses that like develop the fragrance versus buying like a Gucci or like a Tom Ford yeah. fragrance. Yeah. Um, do you kind of take the same natural approach to fragrances? Absolutely not, and it's terrible. And I <laughs> no, I'm but that's so... fine because some of these fragrances, like I, I, I wear a Diptyque fragrance, like Lalabo. I know you like yeah. also. Like they're so beautiful and complex. Like yeah. an essential oil is just not the same. An essential, it's not the same. And for me, I'm like so struggling with that because I think that's like the the final frontier for me in terms of like <laughs> to going full hippie, like fully full yeah. hippie. But yeah. I, I just can't do it, and I. <laughs> I have, like, honestly, I have some, like, essential oil thing in my backpack that I that I dump on my wrists every so often, and it's, like, Himalayan musk that I got from Whole Foods. <laughs> Caroline. It's called, it's called Himalayan you? musk, and I just dab it on my wrists. Sounds and honestly, very alluring. It smells, it smells okay, but then people are like, you smell like a yoga teacher, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I'm sure I, I definitely do, but I thought I, I thought I would smell different. Okay, so what is your signature scent? Okay, so I would say my signature scent is definitely Poison Hypnose by Dior. Okay. It is the scent that I get stopped, like people will stop me on the street, people will stop me in an elevator. Is it like one of those really intense, like sophisticated, musky? 
I wouldn't, I don't know if I would call it sophisticated. It's definitely like very sexy and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Do you even, wear it during the day? I wear, sometimes wear it during the day. And you're like just feeling it? Like when I'm just feeling, feeling it. yourself? Like. Yeah, I would say I probably wear it more in the winter. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like a summer day scent, mm-hmm. but I wear it in the winter during the day and out at night. And when I wear it out at night, I just like pour a bottle on myself and mm-hmm. just leave work. Sometimes I love that feeling though of just like being drenched in like this really like seductive fragrance. I do too and I think I think I like doing that because it's almost like a protective cloak maybe the way that like (laughs) women feel wearing a lot of makeup is like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like your Mm -hmm. mask like your armor like your I don't know whatever you want to call it but I I have no like I'm pretty 100% sure that that the Dior fragrance is terrible for you yeah, and like sure. it's just so bad don't think about it it's fine but it's I think like the fact that maybe I'm wearing natural skincare mm-hmm. natural cosmetics is offsetting that because <laughs> I just love fragrance yeah. so much that it's it's hard for me to part it's with really like, hard, yeah it's really hard yeah. and like I wish I could be like one of those magicians who's like staying at home and like mixing like sandalwood it's not it's it's really not the same I mean I've tried yeah I've tried to 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 walk away yeah and just do essential oils but when you find a fragrance that you connect with it's just what was that fragrance that you were obsessed with the like one that's supposed to make you like feel like be more like sexually aroused what yeah I don't don't think that was me that was 100% you you like wore it Two years ago, you're like it's a very famous fragrance. And it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know that I know exactly the fragrance you're talking mm-hmm. about, and it's really interesting what happened with that fragrance okay, because I started like hating it. Really? So has that ever happened with you? Like, yeah, it's very strong. It was very strong. But so like the thing that attracts you to the fragrance at the beginning mm-hmm. is like how like strong it is right because you're like oh this is an exciting scent but then when you wear it often you're like oh I kind of hate this it's like overwhelming okay like the scent that I wear now that I'm obsessed with is um Tam Dao I oh. actually smelled it for the first time at my wedding Emmanuel one of Umut's groomsmen was wearing it and I was like you smell amazing and he was like oh my, my wife and I share a fragrance from Diptyque and I love all the Diptyque oh. candles so I was like I have to try this fragrance and then, what an amazing resource. Do you know LuckyScent.com? Yeah, of course. And you read those reviews. I mean, the fact that people can smell something and say it opens on this note, and then it's yeah. a powdery finish with some yeah. pepper undertones. So I started educating myself about what to look for, and I realized, okay, if you like this fragrance, you like that fragrance. And so now I've trained myself to – I never, I never ever would, like, walk into a place and, like, buy a fragrance. Okay. I'll always get a sample, and I'll wear that sample for, like, yeah. a Same. week or so. Just to understand how I feel, like, you have to really live with the fragrance for a long time to make it your own, I think. Yeah. And especially for me, I'm a sucker for, like, a fragrance that lasts. Like, Mm -hmm. I've had too many experiences with fragrances where it smells incredible, and then I literally douse myself in it, and then, like, two hours later, it's completely evaporated. So, you, okay, so people listening to this who don't know you, can't Mm -hmm. see you, you're very beautiful. Thank you so much. (laughs) And your boyfriend is really beautiful also. You guys are a very kind of good-looking couple. Thank you so much. Do you ever talk to him? Okay, one, what are his thoughts on makeup? Because I find a lot of guys are like, I don't I don't like girls that wear makeup. I don't, and then they, like, look at a girl who's wearing, in quotes, no makeup. Yeah. And I'm like, that's bronzer. That's perfectly blended concealer. Oh, yeah. That's, like, I think guys think that they like natural, but they don't really understand yeah, don't what natural understand is. what natural is, yeah. Um, so what... Talk to me about... I have a couple of exciting things to say, to share with you about that. <laughs> okay, so I'm excited. I, so actually, I'll start with last night when I was in bed and I was wearing, like, absolutely no makeup and I hadn't even blow-dried my hair and I put a little mousse in it and it was, like, naturally <laughs> wavy and I, I looked at myself in the mirror and I don't genuinely think, like, I look better without makeup, but I, I asked him, mm-hmm. I said, do you think I look better with or without makeup? And he said, without makeup. Aww. And it was the nicest thing so I'd ever heard because I think when you first start dating somebody, mm-hmm. you really are 
unsure. You're you put a guard up. You're not right. sure whether right. Right. they're gonna love the real right. like. How long have you guys you. been together? I think almost. I want to say like almost two years now. Oh wow. Which feels weird because, yeah, it feels just like yesterday. But can you remember the first time? he saw you without makeup? Like, can you remember that oh, first time of being like, oh my gosh, I don't have makeup on in front of him? Yeah, I think, I, 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 I honestly can't, but I remember, I do remember like taking a shower and feeling so insecure that he would see me without like even eyeliner or mascara <laughs> that he like opened the door once and I was like, don't come in. And I like closed the, I like shut the door in front of him and um, made sure that I was, like, wearing mine, even at least, like, mascara. That's I was so very funny. particular about, like, mascara and eyeliner mm -hmm. when we first started dating, because mm -hmm. I really feel like that can change mm -hmm. the shape of your face, and I think once you become more comfortable around someone, right. their perception. Right. That said, though, like, objectively, I don't know if, like, someone walking down the street would be like, She's hot without makeup. I think it's like you have that. You have to like love the person. You have to love the person. Well, I actually I disagree. Okay, cool. Tell I me think why. That there, there is something really, really beautiful okay. about when you can see someone's naked skin. You know, like when you can see someone's freckles and like you can, yeah. Like when you can see when you can look at someone and see that that's their skin and that's their face and they have like nothing on, especially okay. if they're well put together, yes. then they become like beautiful in a way that that same exact girl with that perfect outfit with makeup wouldn't be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like that confidence and what makes them unique comes out more. Yeah. But so I'm going to tell you a story about yeah. my brother. Yeah. Um, and I think my brother kind of like pretends to be misogynistic because I think he thinks it's funny, yeah. but like, I think he also slightly is a little bit misogynistic, but he's 23. So like, okay. take it with a grain of salt. He was with my parents this past weekend, and there was, like, this story about this woman who woke up an hour before her husband to, like, put on her, you know, makeup and make herself look nice, and yeah. she didn't ever let him see her without makeup. She never, I mean, this is more of a black girl thing, but she never okay. let him see her hair wrapped up. Like, okay. she was just always, like, and my brother was, like, yes, like, that, like, she's... <laughs> Like, she's, she's not letting herself go. Like, she's keeping it sexy. Yeah, like, cool. She, she, he was, like, applauding that. I'm married, so, like, the yeah. jig is up. Like, Umut knows. That, like, it's, like... And then I... And so one of the things that I guess I wonder about is, can you ever become too comfortable, right? Like, is there... What's that fine line between, okay, it's absurd to just walk around with makeup all the time in front of your husband? That yeah. seems kind of like a crazy person. Yeah. But then if you just totally let yourself go and you're like great question you know i think i think for me i could never let myself go entirely because i i'm still like looking yeah. good for me right right you know right, right. Like, it's like your so own vanity that saves you it's my own you. vanity yeah. that saves me yeah. like i could never just like walk out of the apartment like with like no like having not dried my hair having right. just like completely wet hair, like, looking like I just got out of a pool and, like, ran a, like, just swam a lot or something, right. like, at Asphalt Green, right. you know, with, like, chlorine in my hair. Like, I, I, mm -hmm. I look presentable to the world because I want, I care about me more than I care about, like, how my boyfriend perceives me. I won't feel good wearing sweatpants, like, I will never, I will only feel good wearing sweatpants to bed, ever. Of course. I don't. I, or, or like, um, even, even this is, this is such, such a simple thing. And I know I'm, again, I'm going to sound like a grandmother, but when I see girls with like really fucked up chipped nail polish, I'm like, <laughs> totally take, take the two seconds totally. and just buy some nail polish remover wipes and just totally. like polish those bad boys off. Like polish them off. Like I no polish is 10 times, 15,000 times better than chipped 15, polish. 15,000 times. Like I, so my, I was telling you about Jean Godfrey June before, mm -hmm. who's the beauty director at Lucky. Every time I tried to book her, like, a manicure for the desk sides, like, mm -hmm. she was like, please, no manicures. I hate manicures. And I was like, I love manicures. How could you ever hate a manicure? Mm -hmm. It's a free manicure. Mm -hmm. A, I now hate manicures because I don't need the chemicals, like, 
I don't need them. I do like, gel manicures. I'm probably killing myself, oh, right? Killing, murder. Really? It's just there's you have to make sure it's like five free or something. Like what is that look up mean? five free. Um, make sure that your nail polish is five free. There's there are, five, like the number five. Yeah, there are I'm learning five, so much there, tonight. Good. There are like five key chemicals that should not exist in your nail polish. So I think there are certain brands that are like does Essie have no Essie is not. I don't think Essie is five free. There are a lot of nail polishes though that are five free. Um, okay, good to know. Good to I know. I can't call out like any names right now. I'm blanking, but basically. I will never get a manicure because I'm always going to chip it, and I think that looks far worse than just having, like, bad. Bad? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. we're going to talk about the three oh, yeah. beauty trends yeah. that we just, we want to lie to rest. Okay. R.I.P. Yeah. Pour out a little toner for, like, the dead homies, like, it's done. Like, we, <laughs> we, we're done, we're sick of it. Yeah. I, I have a few in mind, but okay. why don't you start with your first, like, beauty trend that, like, needs I know. to go. I was thinking about this a lot on the way here and I think I think that for me like I, there's so many beauty trends that that need to be extinguished immediately <laughs> but I the one I mean I feel like everyone like talks about contouring like contouring needs to go but I feel like yeah let's talk let's talk about really? it really it I needs like to go it needs to go but I mean everyone knows that it needs to go at this but, point. Well, I just bought the Pat McGrath skin you finish. Did? I'm sure it's really toxic. I spent $72 oh on it. Oh my god, you like, got it? It's amazing though. No, it's amazing. amazing. It's like gold pigment. It's gold. And you highlight your face and you just look in the mirror and you're like, I am like you a guilt. Flawless. You're like a clumped painting I, come to life. Yeah, that but, I mean, I that's contour. Highlighting is it, contour. It's highlighting, which I feel like is better than putting like dark paste <laughs> on your cheekbones. Yeah, it's like, like bad contour that needs to go. Bad, it's bad contouring that like exag exaggerates your non-existent cheekbones that that needs to go. Like, I would rather see your face for what it is than right, right. have you kind of like this deception. This deception. Yeah. Like that's why that's why I um, have such an issue with like wearing too much makeup every day because then I'm like set such a precedent for myself that I'm like <laughs> that I right. can't live up to right. every single day. Right. And I'm like obviously going to look so much better with like a little bit more concealer, a little bit more foundation, like a little right. bit more mascara, but because by nature, like I care a lot more about skincare and I'm a very lazy right. person. I'm not a morning person. Like right. I'm never going to look, you're not going to look a fully beat face going I'm to work at nine. Totally yeah. going to work at nine. Right. And like, I am so like, whenever I see girls at work who are like, they have their, like, double braided, like, double French braid, like, pigtails. Yeah. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. And they're like flawless skin. I'm like, wow, props, but I, I just can't do it. Right, right. So, yeah. That I mean, that's so the first trend that I'll pick that needs to yeah, die. And I think that this is a new thing that okay. now that it's getting to become summer and it's warm. Yeah. It's May now. The 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 ultra matte dark lip. I just I need it needs to be lied to rest. Like with, with the lip liner and then like just that matte like. And then a lot of girls are doing like this so nude bad. matte lip, and they absolutely look like corpse. Like you actually look dead. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. I think, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm ahead of my time, or maybe I'm like way too in the past, but I think there's something really fresh about like a glossy, like a, a sheer oh. gloss, right? Like I think yeah. that it's, 
I think that can come back. A sheer gloss with a lip gloss or a lip balm? Like using a... I think, I think there's something nice about a shine from like a lip gloss. Okay. You know, if it's not too like sticky. Sticky. Like, you don't want the kind of lip gloss where like when you're, when the wind blows, like sticks to your hair, like the juicy I, tubes we use yeah, in that seventh grade. Yeah, I feel like you're, you've always been a lip gloss person more than I have. Like you can really pull it off. Like what if, what's your lip gloss that you've been using recently? I it's use, like clear. I use a Chanel lip gloss. Okay, the, the clear Chanel? Um, it's like slightly okay. pink. Okay. It's slightly pink. I feel pink. like Chanel also has a really good that's yeah. not too that's not super yeah. sticky but like the juicy tubes of yeah. your yeah. like and like the like math what was that math one called well, lip, lip glass lip glass lip glass <laughs> we would like smear that all over our mouth it's like <gasps> like yeah oh awful. my god what you just said has taken me back do they so. still sell those i think they do that's horrific i actually i actually don't know if it's called lip glass but i know they have like lip mix or something i think it's called but, lip glass it's horrendous Oh my god. So yeah, the the, the ultra, ultra matte, dark, especially those dark, like those vampire shades, like, Vamp. I, I needed to go. And okay. I, I blame Kylie Jenner. I think that she okay. is really influencing beauty in an undue way. Like, okay. Yeah. I personally love a matte lip, but I do not like a matte dark lip, especially in the summer. Right. I, I think... Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. I absolutely, I love a matte red lip. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that is it's only it's way to really wear, chic. It's the only way to wear a red lip, by the way. It's the only way to wear a glossy, a red, glossy red lip. Unless it's like, like, unless it's like an okay. editorial for like an S&M yeah. shoot. Oh, that, that's one of my, my other trends that needs to die. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, tell I, me. I can get to my number two. Yeah. My number two trend that needs to die is the editorial mm. wet hair look. Because in editorial, Thank like... You. Yes, like all of this like gel slicking down your, like this wet hair look is beautiful in editorial. Yes. But I see some of these, sorry, mostly white girls. No yeah. <laughs> doing this like wet hair look and it's yeah. like, you look a hot mess. It's, a hot mess. It's, it's, it I doesn't think, work outside of the pages of W and Vogue. It just doesn't. But have you, like, have you seen girls outside of, yes. really? I, oh. I personally have not. You're not going to places where people are trying too hard. Okay. Go to these places where, I mean, we like live in meatpacking, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, So I, I, I see it. It's like, they'll have on, like, their velvet choker. The velvet and then, like, choker. Oh, my god. Like, a really slicked back, like, wet look hairstyle. Do you hairstyle. really see that? Okay. I it's, have not seen it no. in person. It's <gasps> awful. Okay. It's bad. That's bad. That's really bad. Yeah. I was thinking about this nail art. I really yeah. I can't handle nail art. I know. It's really <laughs> I find it so cheesy. It's really tacky. Like, Number three, um, a full strip, strip of eyelashes. I oof. just... And, here, and here's where you see it, which I think is really interesting. Oof. It's like it's like the woman working at Dwayne Reed. You know? Like, it's it, it's not like at... It's not like you're at a gala. Like, it's... It's the, it's the everyday wearing yeah. of false eyelashes that no. I really think just... It's like, mascara's enough. And I actually yeah. read Beyonce's makeup artist, I remember, like, two years ago, did this interview <gasps> where, like, she and Beyonce, like, decided together that, like, she, B wasn't going to wear false lashes anymore on I the red carpet. I love it. And I was like, that's so modern. Because even, like, I was looking at the red carpet so photos modern. from Cannes, and, like, all of, all of them, the Carly's, all the, like, top girls, they're all wearing these, like... They are? Really dramatic, like, shoey more lash. I mean, because it look. I mean, you've worn... False lashes. Yeah, of it course. makes. I mean, you look amazing. You look like, amazing. It's but there's me, there's no yeah. like you put them on and you're like, why don't I wear these every day? No, like, exactly. Look at how pretty and that's I why am. I don't wear them every day because right. I look so much better. And now <laughs> right. I don't have to wear these every day. For well, the rest some of my life. some women do the permanent. Yeah. Like not permanent, but or the lash extension. Yeah. Have which I've done, done. I've done. Yeah, I've done the lash extension. Before. And it's kind of it's like fabulous for the first week, and then you're kind of like yeah, and then falling out. This is a big waste of money. They're falling out and they're getting in your eyes. Yeah. People are like, do you have eyelash extensions? But not in a way that's like, you look so good. But in a way that's like, wait, they're like starting to like fall out. <laughs> I can tell now. Is that is that what people were hinting at when they asked me? Yeah, totally. Yeah. When I, I, I think they're great for like, maybe I don't know. Maybe good false lashes are good for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a not even a week, like a great event, a major yeah. event. Yeah. But then beyond that. I don't feel, I feel like a fraud. That's what I feel like. I feel mm -hmm. like a fraud. I'm like, you're not as pretty as you are. <laughs> Just get, let's get real. You're not that attractive. Take them out and be your real, lesser attractive self. And face 
I don't reality. think it, Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Okay, so let's move on to the good. What are okay. the three oh. products that you're cool. absolutely obsessed with? Like, it, they can be things you've tried recently, or they could be things okay. you've used for years and you can't live without. Okay. Um, a new, it's not new, but I'm obsessed with having, like, become this, like, natural beauty product, like, fanatic. Mm-hmm. I really love 100% Pure's beauty products, and I, when I first heard about them, I was like, 100% Pure, that sounds cheesy, and I, like, looked at their site, and I was like, this is cheesy, mm-hmm. and then they had this liquid liner that they came out with that they sent over, and it's pretty much the most amazing natural really? liquid liner. It's, like, 100% fruit pigments, and it's, it's 100% fruit pigments, and it's got... No added fragrance, no added like wow. parabens or anything, and it will I need that. last you through the day. And it's the only thing that I use on my eyes in the morning when I'm like, that's amazing. Okay. Out the door, and I have no time to do anything else. What's number two? Number two is I can be my number one. Okay, what's your number one? Saint Ives apricot scrub. Okay, so what does your app say about the Saint Ives apricot scrub? Okay, so the app says that let's see it is a nine out of ten on a scale of so ten is like ten deadly toxic yeah ten being the most toxic oh wonderful great it's uh, i've been using impacts. this for years <laughs> oh my god okay health impacts um hormone disruptor and allergy um and that's because it contains fragrance okay okay i want to do over that's not my that's not my top product <laughs> okay coconut oil is that safe i love coconut, coconut oil. oil yeah i okay. want to be cool and with it okay, in the, yeah. in the okay. natural beauty state so i'm taking saying eyes apricot scrub that's for, out. That's out. is for the ignorant that don't know better okay coconut oil that's my that's that's my first one I'm okay that's your first okay one. tell me your two others my two others are um this is i'm so lame but i love I love hand creams. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and maybe it's because I have like exposed myself to hand creams at a young age mm-hmm. and therefore become like addicted to addicted them. To They're them. very addictive. I agree. They're very addictive. I have them at my desk, by I my have bed, them everywhere. Yeah. No, 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 I have I have hand creams like in the living room, like mm-hmm. by my bed, essential. By yeah. the TV, yeah. I need them everywhere because the feeling. There's nothing worse than like the feeling <laughs> the of dry, dry hands. hands. You can't. Yeah. The dry hands, like. When I'm traveling, it's like I'm so conscious of it. I'm so conscious. Yeah. Same. Like, yeah. if I don't travel with hand cream, then I so might as well yeah. just jump. So what, what hand cream do you like? The hand cream that I love is um, the seaweed hand cream from Whole Foods. It's The brand is literally called Seaweed, and it's made out of, like, seaweed extracts and stuff, but it's scented with lavender. Oh, nice. I got the unscented one, and it literally smells like sushi so it's not good <laughs> so don't get the unscented okay, one scented, okay. get the scented one and it smells like lavender and it's amazing okay. and it's the only natural hand cream that I've found that doesn't smell or that doesn't um, dry out your hands like after like one okay. application okay. because some natural hand creams will like you'll yeah. apply them and then you're like your hands are dry yeah afterwards. I hate um, I'm not even gonna say like my other one because I have to check it on the app first and like make sure I don't. Oh my god! So you, so you tell me your no, third no, one. No, 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 you have no, no, no. To. It's fine. No, it's, it's probably toxic. Not. I can't. This is so I can't. sad. It's fine. Nice. I need to reevaluate my life. You tell me your your third oh my, and final. No, it's only because of Think Dirty that I've become. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna my become. third. So I'm such a fan of RMS beauty products. Mm-hmm. That's really expensive though, right? It's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Like. What do you buy from them? I buy their um, lip to cheek, which is like a blush, and mm-hmm. and it's natural. It's like, what does it rate on it's the natural. scale? It's natural. It's like probably a two oh, nice. or a three or something. I need to I need to get into you that get that app. below five life. Mm-hmm. This has been a it's it's so educational. I don't I'm think, so glad. I don't think women know this. I don't think they do, and I feel I felt like such a proselytizer at first, but then no, because but I remember to... like you need to become educated, and I remember like hearing about women being like, "Well, that's toxic," and I was like, "Well, I'm never gonna care about that," or be like right. one of those women who cares. But right. now it's a, it's so liberating because I'm just like, these are my go-to products, and I don't right. have to think about it anymore. Right, just, like, and you know they're safe, and I know they're safe, and I know they're like effective too. Um, and so my favorite one is RMS. So do you, wait, so you think that people, that women just don't know? 
No, I don't think they know. I mean, yeah, you hear it kind of in the background, like, Toxic, and it, and it feels like this thing that's like not for you because you're like I'm someone it's that like I'm someone that likes beauty, so I need all these fancy brands. I need the yes. Chanel eyeliner, and I need the Nars blush, and I need the Mac lipstick, and all of those natural products are like for like other people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so that's exactly how I felt before. I think that people that women just don't know. No, I don't think they know. I mean, yeah, you hear it kind of in the background, like. Toxic, and it, and it feels like this thing that's like not for you because you're like I'm someone it's that like I'm someone that likes beauty, so I need all these fancy brands. I need the yes. Chanel eyeliner, and I need the Nars blush, and I need the Mac lipstick, and all of those natural products are like for like other people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so that's exactly how I felt before I got into this stuff, and now I couldn't imagine like no, I, it's I feel like I'm at this stage now where like. Like, I feel like I'm like those people that eat Kashi Go Lean and think it's healthy. Right. Like, that eat, like, the lean cuisines and think it's healthy. Like, Same. That's my makeup diet now. Like, it's, like, sort of aware, but, like, in a really, like, yeah basic level. Like, I need to get, I need to align how I treat my, like, my diet mm-hmm. to my skincare. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because I feel the same way, but with food. Like, I will smear, like shea butter from Mm -hmm. like Nigeria all over my legs and and, like pat myself on the back and then go and eat a slice of pizza yeah well we need to eat pizza I guess I mean I don't know like do I want to live do I want to live the rest of my life not eating pizza because it's like kind of bad for you okay okay right sure but I mean I think I want to like scale back yeah I think it's because it's like that's my diet that's like all I eat which is bad and that's find it I think very hard like, to believe, Carolyn, really? that all okay, you eat okay, is fair, pizza. Fair, fair, like, fair, let's fair. get real. Like, okay, so Don't be I one have... of these, like, models who's like, I don't just eat pizza. I just, oh my god, I have the worst diet ever. Okay, all I do you, is eat burgers and I'll pizza. tell you what I eat at home. I eat Amy's frozen dinners that I eat in the microwave. That's bad. <laughs> is that bad? You need to cook for yourself. <laughs> real food, yes. Frozen dinners? Are you like a 50s housewife? <laughs> I you thought have, you were about to, I thought you were laughing because you were like, Caroline, you're so healthy. No, that's talking? not healthy. You should, oh no, you, you should really, because by the time you like unfreeze it, you could have made yourself a salad or grilled yourself some chicken or, I'm, I'm, I also that's realized that I'm, I didn't realize how many people don't cook. So like, I go, I come home after work and I cook dinner. It's just, yeah. that's routine. I'm like, okay. I cook. But a lot of people I don't. don't cook, and it's not part of their routine. So, Steph and I, we both started doing this, like, CSA thing where we get vegetables sent to the... What's CSA? I don't know what okay. it stands for, but it's, like... Like a food co-op? It's a food co-op thing like some where trendy you, like, Brooklyn. some trendy Brooklyn thing where he picks up vegetables every Wednesday oh, and, like, carts okay. them home and, like, throws zucchinis oh. on the grill, and he's like, bang, kale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, like, I, so, I make fun of it, but I kind of love it, yeah. No, it's cool. So I'll, ha- I'll do, like, half kale, half pizza. Yeah, that's... So I'm, I guess... So I am the same way. So, you yeah. know, Umit makes pizza every Sunday, but now what I started to do is say, okay, if I'm going to eat pizza, I have to have something, like, alive and green on the side that's how I feel it's about balance yeah it's about balance and like before I was before I moved in with Steph like I was very unhealthy like I was probably just ordering pad thai every night and eating pad thai just disgusting but you're so thin no I'm not but thank you but like before (laughs) I started doing that I was just ordering pad thai and then the other night I ordered pad thai and I like felt so sick Oh yeah. After eating like, it, because after like you eat, you after crap. you eat so healthily, and then you order pad thai and eat it, you're like, oh my god, that's yeah. awful. Look, I've recently cut back on carbs significantly. Yeah. And the other day, I had like a sandwich, and yeah. like, it was just, I was like, oh, like all of this it's bread, like so it's gross. disgusting. And it's weird because either like we're like either I'm getting older or I like just sound like a grandmother, but yeah. I'm like, oh, like a I can't do it anymore. But once you like, once you have such a healthy diet of just like kale for lunch, but also things that are alive, things that are alive, like like plant based. A plant based diet really does make you feel amazing. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it way back. Okay. I don't know if you remember this. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Back to the Spence School. I don't know. We were like in eighth grade or something. No, I, I I can't remember. We were downstairs in the basement in the big gym, 
and it was bias awareness day and we had to do this exercise where they asked, do you remember do you know what I'm gonna say? No, no idea. So they would ask these questions and yeah. then if you identified um, if the, if you thought the answer was yes, you would like walk into the middle of the circle. Right? So it was about this whole thing about how we all all hold biases about each other. Yeah. And one of the questions was, um, like so so it was framed in a way of like if you if your answer is yes, then step into the middle of the circle. <gasps> And the question was, um, I think that I'm beautiful and that my body is perfect. And someone who shall remain unnamed, who actually is perfect, <laughs> stepped into the middle of the circle. And she was the only person who stepped in. Do you know, I'll, I'll map it to you. Oh my God, did she really do that? <laughs> and well, okay. So everyone's reaction, including yours afterwards, was like, oh. Like, how obnoxious. And I was kind of like, I think that's really cool that she stepped in. And but everyone was like, everyone was like, everyone was like hating hard. Like, how dare she? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Do you, you don't remember that? I, I genuinely don't remember that. Okay, so. What grade? Were we in, like, eighth grade or something? Yeah, she was probably, like, in 11th grade. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Cool. But, so, but. I think that there's something really interesting yeah. about you're as a woman you're expected to be confident, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing um, there's nothing strong about not but right? We are expected to be these strong, powerful women that have a sense of themselves. But when does that cross over into vanity? Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. nothing that people hate more than a mm -hmm. woman who is vain. Um, and I think a lot of the like beauty vloggers and those people that their Instagram accounts are just like selfies after selfies of themselves yeah. looking beautiful. Yeah. People really hate them mm -hmm. because it's kind of like, how dare you think you're so, I mean, Kylie's a perfect example. I look at Kylie Jenner's Snapchat. I can't deny the fact that she, she's beautiful to look at, Yeah. but I don't like her because <laughs> I think that she's really vain and yeah. she, it's like she, she knows she's beautiful. Yeah. I think that there's like this really complicated um, place that women are put into where you are supposed to be confident and you're not mm -hmm. supposed to um, belittle yourself, but you also aren't supposed to publicly say, I am beautiful and I love her. I didn't remember the center of the room, but what I do remember actually is you saying that you think that I think it was like maybe eighth, honestly, it's around the same time or eighth or ninth grade. And you're like, I think I'm, I look great. I'm really confident in myself. That sounds like about right. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I think I look great. I'm really happy with my body. And I was like, so shocked that you said that. And I was like, it, it just like that whole kind of reality, like didn't exist for me. Like I was mm. like, how, how could you? think that about yourself like and maybe it's because like you weren't at at our high school for the for longer than I was because right. like that whole like perception of like loving your your body mm -hmm, and being mm -hmm. comfortable in your skin mm -hmm. was so foreign to me but I was like it was like learning a new it was almost like learning a, a word the meaning of a word in a different language mm -hmm. that that didn't exist mm -hmm. in your mm -hmm. language, and I was like, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. even like, so I, I put off by it. I was just kind of like, like what does what? that mean? Yeah. I was yeah. just like, oh my yeah. god. And I think so. I remember actually, now that we're talking about it, it's that she who shall remain unnamed stepped yes. in. Yeah. And I remember having this self awareness of, I feel like my answer to this is a yes. Mm -hmm. I feel happy with the way that I look in my body, mm -hmm. but I'm also self-aware enough to know not to step into this circle because Whoa. that's going to open me to judgment. And then I think you and I were talking about it afterwards and yes. I was like, I think that my body's great. Yeah. I like, I think I'm good. And you yeah. were just kind of like, what? I, to like, honestly, <laughs> to this day, I'm like, what? I don't. But I mean, but well, isn't, maybe not I mean isn't that so sick that like, we're all running around with like totally. we're five pounds from being perfect. I mean, it's it, it really is like a sickness that I think's been like instilled in us from all yeah. of all of these. It's just the whole industry of like what it means to be beautiful. It's like you're mm -hmm. almost there. Just keep 
keep, yeah, keep you're going. Not there. You're not there yet. Yeah. But you're almost there. You're almost and there. You'll just always do this. be almost there. Yeah. Right. So it's like, if you just instead figure out, I mean, that's a very real thing. It's a real thing. And I guess today I'll just like throw a dress on over like, <laughs> yeah. Throw a dress on not being. But I think like it's a real accomplishment though because mm-hmm. I feel like when we were in high school, or at least for me when I was in high school, I. There were a lot of, in, I had a lot of insecurities. I mean, we and went I to like, an all-girls school we an all-girls where we school. had to wear mini skirts, and it was yeah. very, like... Like, think about that, actually, like, in retrospect, like, yeah, yeah. our skirts were very short. Oh, of course. <laughs> it was, like, thigh gap, thigh gap. exhibition on display like, every day. that is day. so fucked up. Like, yeah. our, our skirts were shorter than skirts that I, like... I wouldn't wear a skirt that length out to dinner. Out to dinner. Yeah. <gasps> And not just because I'm, like, at an age now where it's no longer maybe cute or acceptable okay. to wear. How, how old are you? 27? 27. Oh, my God. Like... Too old. But I just find myself, like, gravi- also gravitating towards, like, longer... Of course. I mean, it's, like, no, like who's wearing mini skirts who's anymore? Who's wearing mini skirts? But maybe, like, next year it'll be, like, like two years. skirts. Wait, do you know big <gasps> prediction? What is it? <gasps> the denim mini skirts that we used to wear. Yeah, I'm are going to be- come... Not this back. summer. Everyone's still liking the culotte thing. The pendulum's going to swing the other way. I believe you. The denim mini skirts of your... Wait, do you wear culottes? Um, I wear, like, wide leg pants, but they're not, um, they're always fitted. Cool. And, like, high waist. So they'll, they'll emphasize the waist. I don't... Do they ever go up to your shin? Like, they like would fall at your shin. A cropped flare? Yeah, a cropped flare. I love flare. a cropped flare, but only Me if they're too. tight on the thighs. Okay. I can't do a cropped flare that's also loose. Thank you. It's like Thank a fisherman, you. like a... I ugly. find that to be the most offensive thing <laughs> right. ever. Yeah. And it's one thing that I'm, like, proud of myself for not, like, succumbing, succumbing to, to yeah. because, like... Yeah, it's bad. It's like really anyway, I think... I think being comfortable in my own skin is, like, is the best thing. It's a big accomplishment. It's a a huge accomplishment. Like, as a girl, I would say, like, growing up in New York and going to an all-girls school and, like, spending a lot of, like, mental real estate, like, thinking about, like, what I'm going to eat next or, like, what my next exercise routine is or, like, where I'm going to go to, like, burn those calories. Like, it's a huge accomplishment. And I wouldn't say it's, like, I wouldn't say I've become lazy, but I would say that I've just become you've, you've more prioritized. Yeah, and you've prioritized other things. Yeah. So what I love about low cheekbones. Thank you. Your your Instagram account, Thank which is so hysterical. Much. So if, if people are listening, go to Instagram and put in low cheekbones. You'll see Caroline's brilliant. I think it's it, it's it's performance art. It's it's beyond yeah. it's beyond social. It's not like a funny social media account. It's like performance art. And I think that what I, well, you, you tell me about it and then I'll tell you what I love about it. I started low cheekbones because I felt like beauty is a weird combination of like taking itself way too seriously Mm -hmm. when it's literally makeup and you can do whatever you want with lipstick. You can do whatever you want with highlighter and it's does not have to be taken seriously. And then also, like, beauty is very boring. And, like, <laughs> there is has to be an outlet. Yeah. There has to be a way to, like, parody this hilarious stuff that is, like, proliferating, like, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. I think we're in a really weird time right now with, like, YouTube vloggers. And it's just, like, this saturated market of, like, how do I get my, like, how do my everyday beauty look? And it's like. Yeah. Wait, can we play a clip? I want to, okay. I want to. Hey guys, how's it going? So we all know how hard it is to look good in a mugshot. Um, when you're on the lamb and you've committed a crime, um, and you're not 100% sure if you're going to get jumped by the cops, you just don't know um, whether to, like, do it up. Um, so in the interest of time, um, these are the only two beauty products you need um, to stay looking fabulous um, for your mugshot. I absolutely loved this color corrector by YSL. Um, you smear it all over, and it's just amazing at picking up the light. Um, as we know, those fluorescent lights are so unforgiving. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite part. Finally, if you hear the siren, 
good. And if you haven't gone to the account yet and looked at it, she's in an orange hoodie. Thank you. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's like you become all of these different, it's not like you're the same character mm-hmm. in every post. It's almost like you become these different characters mm-hmm. and you do these beauty tutorials. Like the sandstorm tutorial, I died. Did you because die? I've spent a lot of time, you know, when I was living in London, I would see all those like European club girls yeah. and like, a, like their overly bronzed faces and I was like, yes, I know who this oh is. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Please send me other ideas then. Cause I, so what I want to do with that is like, um, natural disaster, like beauty look. <laughs> oh then. my God. Um, but yeah, I just... I think there is, like, it's strangely, like, zero humor in beauty. Right, yeah. So there needs to be a lot more parody in beauty because there's just, like, infinite stuff to work with. And I think, like, when Man Repeller, like, arrived on the scene, like, Mm -hmm. she just tapped into this, like, amazing... Mm Mm-hmm. She just, like, she is so smart and Mm -hmm. and clever and witty and, like, wrote about fashion in such an amazing mm-hmm. way and I think there's a lot she didn't take it so seriously she didn't take it so seriously and yeah. yet she has impeccable style mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot to work with in beauty as well I th- but I, I think that it takes someone with your level of intelligence your exposure you. to the industry and your sense of humor it's what you're doing isn't something that other people can do which is why it's unique and why it's gained a following and why it resonates with people because it's like that perfect mix of like ins- you have to almost kind of be an insider sure. to know what to make fun of sure um and you have to be smart um but you also have to be funny sure and you know what i think i think a lot of women don't you know what i don't want to generalize the women people yeah men and women okay it's like why stand-up is the hardest thing in the world to do because it's very hard to put yourself out there as Absolutely. being like funny and entertaining Absolutely. It's why, like, I could never do it. I could never do stand-up. This is oh, my, I think you could. I don't know. I, I think this is my, like, solution to stand-up because my dream has always been to do stand-up. But, but you're so get, funny. Thank you. But to, to get in front of an audience and have all eyes on you mm-hmm. is completely different from being in a room alone with your, your, right. your phone, staring right. into your phone and, like, making a joke. Right. And this is almost, in some ways, like, my solution to yeah. stand-up. Because I have, like, I've, I'm always in awe of you, and you're, like, you have zero, like, performance anxiety, and I just, like, cannot cope. <laughs> so I just, like, run away and just hide in, in a closet and lock the door and do it. Well, it, it's to our benefit, and it's, it's making uh, the internet funnier. So and, I mean, what, what I think is really having worked in social media before, yeah. what I think is really interesting about your account is you have a really high engagement rate, right? So, like, cool. the number of comments that you get in relationship cool. to your number of followers, like... That's important. The people that are following you, it's not like, um, what's the name of that Italian girl that's, they send all over the world and she's, like, really skinny. Uh, Piero Ferrani. Yeah, yeah. Ferrani. Yeah. yeah. She's got, like, a million followers. It's like, people are just kind of like, 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 like but it's like, not yeah. like a... Uh, people aren't connected. Well, let me not speak for everyone, but she doesn't have as high of an engagement rate as cool. you do, yeah. right? So it's like there are people that are really big and popular and lots of people follow them, but they're not really doing anything meaningful. And obviously your whole approach is about it's humor and it's fun, but it's it, it kind of is important in a way because yeah. you're like debunking beauty as this like exclusive club where it's all about being pretty. Yeah. Especially, like, getting a quote from a makeup artist mm-hmm. on, like, how to achieve, like, highlighted cheekbones. It's mm-hmm. like, first of all, this makeup artist does not remember how he highlighted this yeah. model's cheekbones yeah. for the Zach Posen right, right, fall right, winter right. show 2014. And second of all, like, you can probably do it at home without his directions and maybe even better without right. his directions. Right. So, Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think it's awesome. Everyone should go check Thank it out. Um, a final, final word before we close out for the end of the night. What is beauty to you? Beauty to me is taking a shower, mm-hmm. makeup free, mm-hmm. getting into your bed, mm-hmm. and before getting into bed, looking in the mirror, 
your disgusting wet straggly hair and your gross t-shirt and you still feel beautiful just as you are those were caroline's words i'm so sorry i was trying to record an outro and i edited her last few seconds of wisdom caroline i'm sorry that's what i get for trying to be fancy but thank you so much for being open um, for being honest and for sharing your experience with me on my first episode and thank you to everyone who listened. I will be back the week after next with a new episode. Thanks. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.